Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peacing out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. This is Rebellion's Bloom, our Star Wars umbrella show here at the Penny Bloom Pod, and I am Colton Robertson. Today, I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you, and welcome back, Kyler Barnett. What's up, buddy? Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Today, we've got The Bad Batch, Season 2, Episode 4, titled Faster. And uh, just want to just wanna point out that I was half right in my prediction about what the meaning of this title was. Mm. I, I took a guess that maybe The Batch gets into some pod racing last week. And uh, pod well, racing, not quite. Not quite I mean, pod as, racing. As close as we can goddamn get, though. You know? Yeah. I think I think it was just because of that. They didn't want to do pod racing because then it would just be the same thing. Mm. But they were like, you know, let's give them what they want, but add guns. Right. I got to I gotta be honest. I think I advocate that pod racing in the originals should be more riot racing than what this was because I, I don't care what you say. When you throw them Tuscan Raiders screaming and shooting at me when I'm driving, that is the closest thing to a riot I can imagine in my entire existence. So, nah, bro, that's what that, that's what was kind of crazy. As I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, like, I still don't know if this is as brutal as the pod race we see in the Phantom Menace because they are like they're they're slamming into each other and causing crashes, not just shooting at each other. But when someone yeah, died nah. in the pod race, it was more of like yeah. a oh. But in this case, it's like, yeah, you know, well, like, this is a cartoon, though. This is a cartoon, happen. though. And this okay, is for fair. children. So you got a human. You, you got to make that death seem a little less like, oh, well, whatever. That's I mean, why they enjoy. literally have guns, though. Like, yeah. I mean, it is OK. But, to kill. Even someone in the crowd died. Bro. Know, that, they were like, that was wild. That, that I will hilarious. say that I thought I mean, that was, was a little funny. out of pocket, but funny. I did enjoy it thoroughly. <laughs> I did think that was a bit much. But no, bro. Come on now. You mean to tell me that you are rolling through. What do they call it in uh in, in Phantom Menace? Beggars where the, Yes, Beggars Canyon. Yes, that's right. Dog, you can't tell me you're pulling up on that and you're and you aren't just immediately shitting your pants. You're right, you, I mean, dog. You're, nah, I, Lego I am. I am I more scared Lego in the Lego right level. There. Yeah, I shit my yeah, pants yeah, in the yeah, Lego yeah, level. Nah, so. facts, facts. Let's talk about the trauma anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, bro, that shit. I think this was more laid back, but that's just my opinion. I thought, no, yeah, I mean, you know, there's a different intensity to live action versus uh, versus animation. Uh, the fact that these are a lot of droids, mm -hmm. we have like a couple sentient creatures who mm -hmm. are feeling in this. So, like, you know, there's there's it was like nothing but sentient creatures in the pod racing. So there was something that was like a little bit different about it, but. uh I loved me some riot racing, man. This was a great fucking idea. Uh, and you know, I, I love episodes like this that are just these one off fun, just focused, focused adventures. I like that we're getting stories where some of the batch is not involved in. I hope we get more of this, you know, just like being like Hunter and Echo are off transporting some shit. It's not exactly an ideal use of our skill set. Well, yeah, but you need money, so they're gonna go ahead and do it. Uh, I loved that shit. That was I was like, fuck yeah, give me Tech Wrecker and Omega the whole fucking yeah. time. I'm in. Yeah, I like that you touched on that too. Oh, sorry, Joe. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I like how you touched on that because I thought that there was parts. Um, like not only are they separating from the rest of the batch, but I think that you could see the separation from kind of the norm of what they're doing, where like, they're always relying on their military. There's even a line. That's what I was going to say. The line where they talk about like our military tactic is not going to be of aid in this mission or whatever. Um, tech said to wrecker. 
And I think that just goes to show more of, like I said, like that separating from what they've done, they've done. And that makes a really fun episode to watch, in my opinion. Like you said, Colton, mm. like this was just 20 minutes of fun. Like, I mean, you want to talk about going back and feeling like a kid watching cartoons. That's been the closest. Like, I'm still enjoying this as like a Star Wars show sometimes. Like, I, I guess maybe that's worded wrong or sounds stupid, but like, Sometimes I am watching it like so vested in the story and like and, and, and kind of the deeper things. And then this is an episode where you can just feel like a kid and be like, oh, that was that was tight. Like, yo, I laughed my ass off when that dude got shot in the stands. Like, that's not ordinarily funny. But I mean, hey, in the scope of a cartoon, that is wow. hilarious. That was nuts. I mean, even <laughs> the fact that they got on the intercom and were like. We're not responsible for any injury. Oh, dude, don't Death even get there. Like the don't, don't, yeah. yeah, don't even get there because that was going to be my favorite line for this episode. Oh, I had already thought of it. No, yeah, that's a great. That's a Question. great fucking choice for a favorite line. Uh, this, I uh, the no, left ahead, tunnel. No. Sorry, the left tunnel. Is that dude just dead? Like, what was down there? You know, the the guy that didn't make it, like the tunnel oh, that yeah. Tech took, and like, it, oh, it's impossible. The track's missing. They didn't show like what happened to that dude that fell. He fell to he fell to his death. Did he just like hell? Like is it you know is it just endless void pit until the the center of the planet? What did there? he say? Like, literally something. It, it just said the track. There's part of the track missing there. That's why no one takes it. It's too risky. No one can make the jump. N- n- in no way do they say what was down there so when that guy like fell down i'm like expecting like you know a, a cut to like him exploding or like him hitting you <laughs> no, know falling down. fell nope, into an nope. endless void Whoop, just kept just fall that was it and Texas i have been falling for 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> reminds me of that episode of rebels where that droid like flies off into space he gets like evacuated into space and he's like finally this is the serenity I've been looking for. And then like a ship pulls up to save him and he's like, no, no, no. Like he's like, I, I wanted to float off into space forever. Oh, uh, that's a great one. But uh, man, I, there's not a lot to talk about here. What I did really enjoy is that there are a couple really subtle character moments and some not so subtle, you know, yes. Omega being like, I'm going to put our asses on the line to save Sid. We care. I care about Sid. I'm going to save Sid. And uh, I love that. That was a, uh, a big moment for me. One of my favorite, the more subtle one is that at the beginning, when they take this mission, tech is over it. He he looks disappointed that they have to go off on missions. He is like, Hey man, I just want to sit here and play with my toys and get the, just live, live my life. I'm tired of this shit, man. You know, like, uh, it's not, it, and maybe it's not that, but that's the look he gave, you know, whenever they were like, come on goggles, like it, you know, we're fueling he's up dead. the transport. We're getting ready to go. And he just like sits there and like, hmm. yeah. Cause Wrecker leaves and he's like, oh, you know, like, oh, oh, sounds Omega. like a deal. Yeah. Omega's like, oh, this could be fun. And then Crosshair sits there, but... or not Crosshair tech is and he like size. And that like, I, I thought he was going to stay. I didn't even think he was going like when the camera cut because it cut right. in a way where you like, is he just going to stay there? And then I'm like, oh no, he's, he's with it, which was cool. I like, I like that you brought that up, Koro, because I think it, the, the ending moment, the end moment um, at the end of the race there, that, that moment for tech where my boy gets his flowers. Um, yeah, right. yeah, that, that, yeah. it makes that hit different when you think about the, first, I mean, the beginning of it. Uh, did, did, hey, did you guys think about it a little bit? I didn't cry, but like I got like a little like, oh hey. man, finally my boy Tech is in the spotlight. You know, mm. I was like, hey. man, let's go. I was, I was just really happy. You know, and I think what I like about it so much is that, um, like he he, it was something that he didn't know anything about. He says multiple times, like I know nothing about that, and then like goes out and really does that. And, like, you got to imagine how that feels for him because he's so used to, like, missions and all this stuff. The robot, uh, Teo, was even telling him the whole time, like, your analytics or whatever he said are of no help in this, you know, and then comedically gets hit by a car, you know. But, um, <laughs> like, I just thought that that moment feels so, so like, you just know that that, like, that little nod he gives is so humble. But, like, you can just see it that, hey, my boy was really, like, feeling like. He was like, oh. I mean, like, I think my he felt line like Toby, pretty, man. They love, they love I, me. 
I didn't think there was any other line. He got out of that pod and just said, like, they were like, I can't believe you won. And he went, did you expect anything different? And I was like, oh, my God. Dude just came out and, like, like, and that's the thing is that, like, everything that Tech has been experiencing, it's, like, for the first time. He's experiencing the concept of before the war for the first time. He's experiencing missions without fights, like, for the first time. But the thing is, is that they're not fighting but every single one of their abilities was used to, like, the ultimate potential. Wrecker was used as the big muscle so that they just wouldn't absolutely get trampled. Like, Wrecker was actually used as Wrecker should be used, you know, I guess, Mm. in this episode. And then you had Tech just absolutely go off and pop off as Tech does, you know, his his smart shit. But then Omega's, you know, her intuition or whatever we want to call Omega, just kind of the mosh pit of them all. Um, She's the one who, you know, finds the way for them not to just get screwed out of it, you know, find them, have a fighting chance and actually a way out of it. Um, mm. So I don't know. I think like, even though they didn't fight, it was a beautiful like mission that, uh, that used all their abilities. I think Wrecker played an underlying super important part in this episode for one, you could sum it up in one line that I think it's when they're playing. What's the game? I forget every time. What's the game you play? Like the little chess looking one uh, with the, the animals. Chess. <clears throat> chess. Oh, Okay. That's right. Um, so when they're playing that, and then Wrecker's like, "No, it can't. Look, one more game, double or nothing." Literally verbatim. That's basically what Omega says. So like, you can see that he, they they all are like literally like she's taking after them in such like obvious ways. Like you know, she but the emotion behind hers is so that's what gives it such a different kind of levity or weight in that moment. Is like knowing that like Colton said earlier about how she wants to like. I care about shit. I won't, I, I, like, she helps us. I'm not going to let her, you know, go out like that. Um, You know, I think that comes into play. Like, that's where her intentions are. And then she says something literally directly from Wrecker. Like, that's just kind of, like, the things that I think, like, really just gives it a little bit more depth and, and weight, I guess, which, like, like I said, in a cartoon, man, like, it's the things like that that do stick out, like, once you get to this age. Like, that's the stuff that kind of, like, I mean, it's right there. It's obvious. Like I said, it's basically the same exact line. But, like Colton said, you can clearly see, like, the emotion and intention behind it and, like, what she's learning and things like that. Mm, no, for sure. I, uh, yeah, I loved Omega in this episode. I As much as I wanted to go with Tech for my favorite character, I ended up going Omega just because it was because of her that any of it happened at all. That's fair. Uh, I was just like, it was her idea. She didn't have to put them on the line like that. Uh, and you know, the, her compassion is overwhelming. You know, I love, I love Omega. The fact that she's willing to do that for Sid is really, really sweet. And uh, like, like Hyler said, yeah, she's there. She's managing to learn from all of them, regardless of what their strengths are. And, uh, I think she's, she's just a fantastic character. I was, there was a point in this episode where like, obviously they were foreshadowing tech being the one who raced and stuff and they wouldn't have let Omega race. But I was at a point in the episode, I was like, Ooh, will Omega be the one who races this Mm -hmm. pod? Like that could be really cool. Uh, and, uh, I was glad she wasn't, I was like, you know, that might be going a little far with it, but they, yeah, no, I definitely thought that's where it was headed, but I'm glad you brought back the tech, the tech, you drift. Yeah, I, I thought they were going to go, like, just super hard, like, uh, like just being super inspired by the Phantom Menace and having, like, a young Anakin, you know, and then young Omega. Like, I thought it w- they were really going to go there. Um, but, you know, I think uh, having just Omega being on the sidelines and being the excited spectator or, like, the worried spectator even, like, mm-hmm. did way more. Like, I feel like I would have just been scared. If Omega would, like, I knew she wouldn't have died in this race, but, like, I still would have just been like, oh, my God, like, no, you should not be in there. Like, oh, my God. Well, then it just, it's just, like, the ultimate plot armor, too. Like, she might not win, Mm. but you know she's also not going to crash and die. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no stakes. Yeah, yeah, there's no stakes at that point. I won't say that, like, you thought they're going to kill Tech, but, I mean, like, it is becoming prevalent. I think Colton touched on it in one of the the first recording or something. Like, we're going to lose somebody at some point, probably. Like, that has to happen. <clears throat> and it probably not won't saying, happen. Hopefully, right, hopefully not soon. No, 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 that's yeah, what I'm saying. Know. Like, you don't feel like right. that's the vibe. But I guess, like, it's not taking you out of watching that race, I guess, with Tech. Whereas, like, Omega, you're like, all right, like, 
I mean, I guess I don't know what I'm trying but, to say. Like, you know that like they're gonna you know, like, win. Sit back is is stakes, you know. But like, yeah, uh, that's true. when it comes to tech, it's all there's there's this other layer where it's like he does like this is not the sort of thing he does, you know. He's he's yeah, having it's out of entirely out of his comfort zone and strength. Yeah, and Omega, you know, she just she just goes and does shit all the fucking time, you know. Tech usually just does things he knows how to do. Uh Omega's like, fuck it, yeah, I'll do that shit, you know? Uh but uh I, 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 I Tech just like he owned the episode and I was trying to find any slot of my favorites where he didn't make it. Mm. And like I'm th- I'm th- I'm just like, I don't know, I can't really come up with anything. I just love this season so much just for how much tech has been shining like this is just he's my dude and oh my god when like the kyler already mentioned it whenever teo the first droid that drove got smashed and killed for the final time um it was whenever tech was like well i don't know your strategy's a little off man maybe you want to like you know deflect a little more energy to your rear deflector shields you know man you sounded like a complete nerd but uh, you know making sense and then no for sure no offense is the best d and then he died you know that was my line um oh man god dyke did it again fuck you did it to both of us Uh, but but the reason that like that little like your strategy's off my like my scene is from that whenever he like actually drops his weapons off like his pit stop is him just going up in there and just being like i don't need these anymore fuck it i'm not i'm not well and it's also really emblematic of what we've been talking about the bad batch the whole time you know they stun they don't kill he like he didn't use his weapons the entire time anyway. He was like, nope. I straight up don't need this shit. I can just roll by myself. That dude uh, was zooming too after that. I oh mean, yeah, that was, man was like, moving. Uh that's an interesting one. Favorite scene. That's one I forgot about and haven't been considering. Uh, ooh. Scene's hard. Scene is is well, hard. Because it's like one giant fucking scene. I basically. know. It's like the whole like, race. It, or you can do like the the more like actual what happened in the episode like it was basically race and then like Sid's story because like really the only thing that happened in this episode was there's something in Sid's past that we don't know about that now the batch is going to be a little more maybe you know hey Sid what's this about you know like what is this about so no and that was my that that's what I was thinking would end up being my favorite scene is that last one where uh big old brute guy is like your loyalty is admirable and i fuck with y'all that mm. was super cool of you but it might be misplaced like you need to look out a little bit all right and uh you know we we knew that at the beginning of season one that sid was like a shady figure who like we were hesitant to trust and everything but we, over the course of season one you you come to trust her completely, specifically because of her relationship to Omega. But then lingering this out there, once again, it reignites a little bit of a like, oh, well, there's got to be a reason you're telling me this, you know? Uh, and that's like, it was the most intriguing part of the episode as far as what they can do with the story going forward. So that's kind of where I was inclined to go. You know, she's been, she was loose lipped with uh, uh, Wanda Sykes, in uh, the first couple episodes talking about uh, how these are the rogue clones and they're like, Oh, you're just telling fucking anybody now, huh? Uh, you know, there's, there's concerns arising. And uh, I think that was a really compelling part of the episode. So I think I'd probably have to go with that as my favorite scene. Also, I just love that giant brute being like, you know what? I'm pretty honor bound. So you know what deal? Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, you fucked with them. I don't know. That's did- that he hasn't popped up anywhere, or maybe it's just the voice that was familiar. Um, a voice species. It was all kind of a man. It, what's this? What's the guy that worked at the? Um, no, that's definitely not him because I know I can picture the guy that's in all the makeup. I thought it was the species of the guy that like grabbed Ray. It was like the only thing that came to mind for some reason, like that grabs ah, Ray's yes. arm. That weird, plot. Like, the shop owner, the really dick yeah. dude. Um, that was the only thing that's coming to mind, but I don't think that's not the same thing. Not no, a, not the same species. Not the same species. I think this guy was the same species. You played Jedi Fallen Order, right? Yeah. <gasps> As the ninth sister. Oh, that's okay. That's that's probably where it is. Because man, something was familiar, and I'm like, I don't think it's the voice. I don't think it's the character, but it's like just what he looks like looks familiar. And mm. I think that's that. I think you might have cracked it there. Me think so. 
Okay. Yeah, but uh, Kyler, what about you? You got a favorite scene? Um, I think my favorite scene is probably the man. I really like. I think it's got to be that scene. It's really simple for me. It's really just that end scene where Tech kind of like nods off at the crowd. You know, he mm. gives him the little. It's yeah. so humble and like it's a moment that like he doesn't really show that it like hits him, but you just know based on his arc and like who he is like as a character that like it does, and that's just his way of like he he's not the guy that's gonna be like yeah like like getting them all more that's, riled up. Oh, he just wants to. I like, did that. Yeah, no, he's just. Who do like, you think you then, are? I am. You, yeah, you can tell he's taking it in, not like making it about him. He's just taking in that like, wow, I really just came in and my strength is like already having the ability to tell like what the best move is and I'm literally having to do it like at the snap, like on the spot reactionary, which is totally out of the ordinary for him. And like that just that shit just hit hard for me. That's gotta be my favorite team. But I have Two tidbits of information that I'm sure, I don't know, Colton probably already caught it, so it's probably not, like, crazy, but it blew my mind when I found out who these people are. Mm. <clears throat> Did you already look at it? Because I've been wondering. Tayo? Are you talking Both Tayo? of them. Bo- both her, both him and, uh, 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 what is it, Malini Criff uh, or uh, what I, f- I forget how to pronounce it. Oh, the. I'm, I'm horrible about that. What What is it? Uh. Maligi, just Maligi, like no. alien thing or the dr- no the guy that that Teo. was trying to take Sid, yeah, greenie, the guy that was, oh the big brute guy, yeah Maligi oh, okay, or whatever. Okay, okay, um, both of those characters are voiced by people that like that's so so incredible. The, Colton, you'll love Maligi. He's voiced by um Ernie Hudson. Oh no shit! Like Ghostbusters, like yeah, Ernie Ghostbusters Hudson. Ernie Hudson, and like. Oh man, that's awesome! I when I caught that, but no, Teo is voiced by Ben Schwartz. Which if you yeah, watch Ben Arch Schwartz, Rec, shit. I recognized yeah, his voice as soon as I heard it, dude. Uh, it's so random that I I thought it was someone else. This is super obscure, but the person who voices um, Lilo and Stitch, the little yellow like one eyed character, oh, yeah. I thought for sure that is who it was because that like oh. kind of. Dopey okay, sounding like whatever, like kind of high pitched. I thought that was for sure who it was, and then I no, looked it up. I, and I'm like, I heard it, it's and John I went, Ralphio. <laughs> yeah, it's John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, uh, Dude, and, and uh, of the improv troupe Middle Ditch and Schwartz, and Sonic the Hedgehog, and, and yeah, Sonic. And I caught something else too. He was a voice consultant for, uh, of all things, BB-8, yeah, which is which is he also wrote, that, that's he also sick. wrote almost every single c-3po joke in the rise of skywalker oh which is his funniest movie uh so that's that, like he was my favorite performance uh ben schwartz's teo uh that was uh that was an easy one for me i i absolutely loved it as soon as i heard his voice i was like i know ben schwartz when i hear it buddy uh i did not catch ernie hudson though and i didn't even uh i didn't even find that so that's that's baller though i love that uh Dude, yeah, yeah you know, just... Teo was another annoying asteroid. I love an annoying asteroid. Uh, and he was funny as fuck. I got had my favorite line in the episode. I loved that shit. Uh, and yeah, I just had I had to go Teo, uh, voiced by Ben Schwartz as my fave. What about you, Kyler? You got a favorite performance? That, that's that was who I was gonna go with too. I I. I had already like liked it so much and I had in my head that like, oh, I think that sounds just like that character and that character always made me laugh so hard because I used to love the Stitch TV show too, oh. so it just always made me laugh. Fun fact, freshman year of college when I'd get drunk, like I would always turn on the Lilo and Stitch cartoon TV show on Disney Plus just to like, so I wasn't like turning something on that I would like have to go rewind back to like watch uh, just something I could like, if I missed it, whatever, but I'd be sitting there drunk, just happy as hell watching that. Right. But yes, Teo just had so many funny lines for me and the arrogance and cockiness was just so contrary to tech. So it was just funny. Like the, like kind of opposition he posed to tech was mm-hmm. just a very funny, like kind of yeah. dynamic. Tech in that show. Versus the droid, and, yeah. Yeah. And just the way the, his lines were just hilarious. Like, there's one little part where he's like, "Who's gonna win? 
hey yo and like walks away or as mm-hmm. he's walking away just like says his own name I'm like dude this dude just really thinks he's liquid he thinks he's yeah. that guy he's that guy really joe i know you got to go here soon so how about you throw me your last you, favorites and we you can know uh... you i did say that i thought tech dominated this episode on every every category but i cannot there's no way it's not Ben Schwartz for this episode, like for the performance. There's no way. Like, no. Like, now that I think about it, like, he was actually funny. Like, there, like, the lines were perfect. It was a perfect character introduction, you know, like, just for one episode, he's in there and now he's dead. I don't, mm-hmm. like, do they, did they keep his head at all or is he just gone, gone? Because he was like, uh, I regret gone, nothing. But since he was voiced like his last line or something. But yeah, yeah I don't know. It, I thought he was awesome. Uh, so I'll, I'll give, I'll give him. The performance because he does it. deserve it because it probably won't get him again. Um, but tech will remain my character for still balling out and you know, remaining humble but still getting the shit done. Um, yeah. I think I will, I will still stick with uh, tech dropping his weapons off just because I it, it's kind of like a hype moment in the race and it's right before he like goes mm-hmm. in the left tunnel and the whole like philosophy behind it is just really badass. Um, so I, I think I actually will stick with that. Um, Good choice. But then, yeah, and then my line still with uh, whenever he comes out, just did you expect anything different? Um, I guess he wasn't yeah. so humble. He was humble to everyone, but but to his immediate circle that knows him, he's like, all right, I still got to let them know that I'm I'm still that guy, you know, um, a little bit. But oh yeah, I loved it, man. I think that. Uh... I think that clears the board for our favorites, unless Kyler, I think you need to declare a line and character. Because I think um, I stole your line, but I didn't. I didn't remember which well, one it was. I stole the thunder. The line? I, just, I did it. Yeah, I think I did it again. Um, I, like line? in the beginning of the episode, I said it, and you're like, "Yeah, that was my line," or something like that. No, I don't. Th- yeah. I thought maybe I don't know. I was talking about the PA announcer, or whatever. After oh. the, the character oh, yeah, got yeah. shot, I just thought the whole like line of like and then he kept going with like more like basically fine print type stuff that was just funny because like i mean that's just you can't make it up that's really what uh it's i mean like you go anywhere like that now in real life i mean not like riot racing but i mean hey, same premise like this it's pretty funny <laughs> telling you to you know your valuables will not worlds of fun is not responsible for your lost yeah. or stolen items and Enjoy the rest of yeah, your hold day. on to your fucking shit. Be responsible. Yeah. yeah, like go on a roller coaster that is about to drop and go eighty miles an hour straight down. Just hold on to everything, though. If it gets stolen, it's on you. Sorry about it. Um, you came here. You know you can die. You know, like that yeah. that sort of thing. Uh, uh, you not responsible for any injury or loss of life. I think my favorite character is. Yeah, I mean, I gotta go with Tech. I like I said, he just he did it for me. And like, dude, the dropping the weapons off is like looking back at it. That's such a hard moment. Like, I bet you all the fans are sitting there watching. Like, yo, this man is really like, if he pulls this off, I bet you there were people in the crowd. Like, yo, I will give you one hundred to one odds that that motherfucker doesn't win. That's because that lightning, he just did the, that's the, that lightning yeah. McQueen skipping out yeah. on the pit stop type shit. Dude, it's like aud- the audacity, bro. And it's just like that. That's the type of hey, he had that whole crowd polarized for the rest of that race. And then my man hops in the left tunnel and they're like, yo, dude, this like, dude oh, is really out here. Like, out. yeah, he's screwed. They're like, he oh, said, he's all right. He said, scratch it, 100 to 1, 600 to 1, don't care, give me that shit, he's doing this, somehow, I don't know what he's doing, but he's got oh balls, God. he's winning. No, it's not when he drops the weapons off, it's whenever he does the little swoop, and then they, he hooks, the, he, he, you know, he uses their own tricks against him, ooh, which one's better, is it whenever he drops the weapons off, <laughs> or whenever he uses their own, like, stuff against him, and, like, makes him crash, and then he comes out to win. That shit was hard as well. That shit was hard. I gotta stick with my guns, though. Literally here, I guess. Uh, Drop literally. Um, No, I'll stick with it. I'll stick with. I won't. I won't make a last minute change like that. Nah, I fuck with it though. I fuck with it though. That's uh, we got a good slate of favorites. It was another fun, fun episode. You know, coming off of last week, that was a little bit more intense. Uh, you know, it was nice to get a little bit of a respite. Uh. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, last week we we commented on the fact that the next episode 
was titled Faster. Next mm. week's is titled Entombed, which sounds like we're getting uh, intense again. Uh, Entombed. Entombed. Palp? Is it oh. that crazy? <laughs> like, is Palpatine that... Like, who else is entombed? Who else is, like, a... Like a mummy? Is that like mummy? Am I like wrong in thinking like entombed? As in, well, like, entombed, you know, trapped. Uh, oh, okay. Trapped Could just be like ground. Okay, fair. Okay, fair. Uh, I mean, Palpatine is in this season at some point. That's that's known. Uh, huh. But I expect that to come more in the clone conspiracy, truth yeah. and consequences type yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, I get. Oh no! This is God damn it! See, and that's the thing. My timeline's all fucked up. Palpatine is still he's like, fine. He's kicking it. He's actually yeah. prime right now. He's yeah, like he's leading prime, the entire prime, prime galaxy yeah. right he, now. He has so. unlimited he's power. Cool. What do you yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know where I'm thinking. Right now. I don't know where my head's at. Um. Okay. Um. I thought you were so speaking like more metaphorically entombed. Like yeah, he is. No. He's on course, son. And in no, in I'm in Mandalorian life. mindset. I'm you know the trailer, and I'm like thinking of all the you know. I'm in that that. Time yeah, right yeah. now, but uh, no, but man, hmm. now, yeah, it was another goodie. Uh, any last thoughts here? No, I'm chilling. We're chilling. chilling. Uh, well, we're gonna say goodbye. Oh, to Jeff. Actually, I take it back. I have one thing to say Crosshair is the fucking goat because I didn't get to talk about it last episode. Uh, yeah, Tyler, I got all the time in the fucking world, buddy. Now that Joe's gone, we can go, we can go forever. I don't give a fuck. Also, for the record, Craig, I don't like the way you're looking at me, bro. Um, Craig's fucking nuts. Anyway, uh, nah, it's Crosshair, dude, just hearing that voice. Like, talk about one of the, I mean, you can't even say one of, like, that is probably the starkest difference from, like, D. Bradley Baker as a clone or really any of the Bad Batch outside. Wrecker's kind of unfair because he's the most different looking out of all of them, too, so it only makes sense and it's fair that his voice sounds uh-huh. like what it does. Well, that's the thing, though, is that, like, there's he can emote a lot more with Crosshair than he can Wrecker. Wrecker is, yeah. like, very constant. Yeah. Crosshair. Yeah, I mean, he sounds the same just about any emotion, but, dude, the coldness to Crosshair's voice is just... Ooh. You think you could remember bro, your favorites bro. from last week? I could go ahead and punch those in for you in our good old spreadsheet. Um, I'm going performance. It was uh, like off the rip. Like as soon as I heard Crosshair start talking, like, yeah, he's in his bag. Like it was, it was straight up. Like, nah, this guy don't miss. Nah, he's good. No, nah, he he doesn't fucking miss. Um, Crosshair just sounded good. Gotta be facing was when he. Um, I think it was the reunite, the reunite of uh, Crosshair and Commander Cody. Like that scene where Commander Cody's like, I specifically requested you. Um. I think in that moment, like, that's probably the closest Crosshair's felt to having kind of that bond that he had with the Bad Batch again. It's like seeing a fresh, like a familiar face. And, um, you know. And there's that part at the end of the episode where he goes to Rampart and is like, uh, what happened to Commander Cody? And he's like, who? You know, like, he's not. He's not completely detached from being a clone, you know, like, he's like. Right. I love my brothers. They're my brothers. They have names. Don't don't reduce them to a fucking number on me right now. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah, dude. I, I that just hit because <clears throat> I don't know. Like I said, like Crosshair, he, you could just tell by that first kind of like episode when you see him again. Like he's not fitting in at all. And so, like, I mean, dude, I don't care what happened. Like, I'm sympathizing with that, of course, naturally. Mm. Like. Dude, it's just that that was bad. Like I know he's still like he went into that meeting and is basically like, Give me some bad shit to do. I wanna do some bad shit. Like <laughs> I'm trying to um, do crime, Rampart. Yeah, but but I dude, like you can clearly tell like it does hurt that he's like basically all on his own, like nobody else to really like vibe with. So I think like reuniting with him, that just gives him another like I don't know. You can just see they're pe- they're peeling back the layers, man. Like end of the season, the way it ended, he he cops for the bad batch, you know. Mm. Um, obviously, like you can still see that there's that pull, that like that loyalty to something, not the like establishment. I guess essentially, you know what I mean. Like it does get to it does it does pull at him, which is that was just nice. I mean, like I said, that's the first time we've seen Crosshair, so it was good to see 
him like go through some things like good like invest in that arc a lot that was good um favorite character gosh man i can tell you i can tell you me and joe's as well character joe went with crosshair i went with tawny ames the governor of that planet uh i liked her a lot Mm -hmm. um i went with d bradley baker as commander cody and so did joe uh favorite scene i went with cody and tawny's conversation at the end there where he's like we don't need to do this through bloodshed you know like we can figure this out uh and then obviously that doesn't go anywhere uh and for line i went peace is an option now by commander cody whenever she was like peace was never an option yeah um i think character wise for me i'm going with yeah Man, I'm gonna roll with Crosshair. Like I said, I just I hadn't seen him in so long, and just like seeing him like that, and just going through it, like kind of having it. But dude, some of the moments he had, like that, then parts where he's popping shots at the tank, Ooh. puts it right down Main Street, Ooh. puts it right down the fucking throat. My man, don't miss. Okay, he be using the stupidity of the drug. He know he knows how stupid they are. He is predicting. He was standing still and let them rain down like five, six shots. Mm. He's like, nope, if I can't hit him, I know they ain't hitting me. So, like, right. I'm going to wait till they get it right. This motherfucker was staring it down. Don't care. Don't care. That is hard. That is Man hard. Man badass. And then he talks with that, like, snake ass, like, cold, just no. gut- guttural, just. <clears throat> That's a hard one to get, man. I don't even want to try it. Like, I, I, I've never practiced, so I know if I just try to raw dog off the rip, just spit this out, it's going to sound terrible. What's happened to so to Cody? You know, like... It's a, pretty good. Dude, he sounds like he's basically, like, like almost kind of Severus Snape, but, like, with a little more ice to the voice, like, instead of that monotone, like... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, this is, He sounds like a reptile. If you imagine a reptile... Oh, no. To talk to you, he sounds like He sounds like, like a fisting. reptile. Yeah, no, for real. That is fire. I like that. <laughs> um, and then what's what's the one I'm missing? I'm gonna be honest. I don't. Ha- I need to look at the lines because I watched. Yeah, that one's last, tough. If you last... that's that's a tough. Like I didn't even know coming into this episode what my favorite line was. I kind of just raw dogged it. Well, with offense is the best yeah. defense by Teo getting ran over. Yeah, well, hey, that's, that's, I wasn't. I, you could have fooled me. I thought you had that shit wrote down last week. Somehow you had, you, yeah, you got Disney sends us the scripts. We all know this. So I'm built different. I just thought, um, nah, dude, I just I like that episode so much. I mean, and like you said, the the whole arc that that was like some intense stuff going on. I mean, the story stuff there is actually like, I mean, that's that's pretty. That felt very Clone Wars to me. Mm. Like that whole arc and everything, like in just the way that it panned out. Um, that that was just fun. I like that. Who was the well, voice of uh, about Tom- the, uh? There was something about the animation last week that I talked about that I can see <clears> bleeding <throat> through even more this week. The animation this week was fucking brilliant. I still don't think it touched what last mm. week was. Uh, like last week was fucking absurd. Well, on the animation yeah, no, side. that scene, that scene where uh, there was just so much different opportunity for last episode. Like they changed from night and day and like did so much stuff at that. Like the nighttime sequences look so good. And dude, like something simple that I really caught was that scene I was talking about where crosshair is aiming down sight at the tank and stuff, dude, all that like grass and like all that stuff waving behind and just all the mm. scenery around looks fantastic. Dude, and the clones, the clones and that, that armor just looks so good. Like, for me, it was different because I watched Clone Wars kind of, like, consecutively, kind of from beginning to end after all the new stuff was already out. So, like, I don't really know what it was like to make such a drastic jump in, like, animation because, like, there was a blatant obvious, but, like, dude, the way, like, you can see, like, that last season of Clone Wars, the way, like, everything looked, dude, it's still even from then has taken a jump. And, like, that is just insane because the Clone Wars stuff from that new season looks so good. Well, that's what, yeah, I think it's an upgrade. I think it's an upgrade. And I think what's made it an upgrade and what I'd suggest looking for a little bit is that they, I'm certain they're folding in design elements from Rebels. Like there are so many things, specifically last week, but it bled through a little bit this week in the action that 
look like rebels and characters look like they're a blend of rebels and clone wars characters sid sid seems very rebel-esque to Mm -hmm. me kind of but like she's been around but you just don't get a lot of rounded characters you know like uh, you get a lot of rigid sharp lines in clone wars and we're still getting tons of that obviously but like even the way tech looked this week there's there's something different about the way they're animating well and it looks and here's what i'll say i like that I feel like we're getting a lot of close-up animation, like, like, with the face or the helmet area. And with the Bad Batch, that's so different. Like, it, it all looks uniform. So, like, doing a Stormtrooper or a clone or whatever is totally different from the Bad Batch have different paint, different things on each of their helmets or their body. like And so, it, I do notice that, like, in this past episode, like, some of these close-up shots of tech and stuff, the detail... And even that scene that I said was my favorite where he kind of gives the little nod off to the crowd at the end. Like, that shot, like, I mean, the detail in his face and just everything, the way that looks is just, it's different, man. Like, gosh, I mean, it's crazy to think about because we talk about watching this show like a Saturday morning cartoon, like when you were a kid, kind of. And it's so crazy because, God, imagine waking up on Saturday morning when you were six and seeing this type of animation and just like how lost... A, how lost that probably is on you at the time, but B, just being like, that is some pretty color. Like, the damn. colors this like, week were fucking amazing. Oh, it dude, but there so was one good. shot, um, the anim- the scene where they just kind of show the track for the first time, and that yeah. whole, like, overlay with the, you know, with the laps on, like, what lap they're on, and, like, all the detail in the track and stuff, man, that stuff just was different. They are doing some different stuff for sure with like depth and framing that I think is just, I, I don't feel like when I've seen other animated stuff, it quite does that. Like the scenes where the wall pops up in the middle and they'll like alternate with a close shot, like of the wall coming up all of a sudden. And then immediately you're switched to behind the wall and them coming at you and like swerving around, like just the kind of pacing and, and framing and like, you know, angle stuff they do is just so unique. And, um, yeah. Gosh, I can't get over it. I'm still even now just talking about the animation. That first episode with all that water playing at the ocean and stuff and, and just how insane they've done with the foliage and, like, surrounding areas. Like I said, I talked about that in the second episode, too, um, with kind of the sprawling valleys and forests. Like, they have done some things that are just – it's different, man. Like, when typically with animation, you would think a bigger, larger frame for shooting or, or a scene is, like, working against you because – you know, you have a focus of that shot, but you're, you've got so much surrounding area. Like most of the time that stuff, people and animators or the companies don't want to have to spend the money to make look the part or look good. You know, it's like, well, why would we go so wide if our characters are down there? You know, like, cause I want to do something that looks good. And like, it's cool that basically it doesn't feel like they're cutting a corner, cutting an expense. Like it feels like they're sparing no expense. I mean, I'm, you know that's not the case. This isn't a show that commands such a big portion of budget, but like you could never tell me that like they don't look like they're doing the part. Like, no, for it sure. looks fantastic. It's brilliant Every looking week. show, man. It looks so fucking good, and uh, I've I've just loved this season so far. It's uh, you know, we're already a quarter of the way through. Still got seventy five percent of it left. Seriously, uh, and they've started strong, dude. Those first two episodes, and even the. Uh, I guess first three. I mean, those are hard-hitting story pieces for the most part. Like, you got a lot out of that. Some intense moments and stuff. So, it was kind of cool to have something that took a little bit of tea from that this episode. And it kind of just tells you the kind of pace they're working at. Like, you look ahead to the name where we talked about Entombed. Like, that sounds pretty damn intense. Like, something's something's happening, dude. Like, you know, something. Like, um, yeah, it looks so, like some, someone's getting fucking buried, you know? Yeah, I mean, so to me, like, I just think that's a kind of cool that, like, if that's the pace we're working with, where it's like, hey, you're going to get three pretty fast-paced, intense, like, story-moving episodes, and then you'll get one that kind of slows the pace and it's fun to watch. Mm. And shit, man, if you're telling me that, like, that's that's great with me. I can I can sit down that one week apart and, 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 and let it all kind of sit and ruminate. It also, I think, gives time to kind of, like, let the story kind of stay, um, I don't know, like, prevalent or fresh in, like, my mind. Like, today, like, we were talking about this episode, and it's mostly stuff that didn't move the story along a ton. Um, but then, like, slowly but surely, we've started going back and talking about things from the first episode, second, and third episode, and, like... Mm-hmm. um 
I still am thinking about all of those things now more so than I was like just before this new episode came out. So I guess it's kind of different when you get that filler episode, you're like, oh man, I forgot. We didn't even see Hunter and uh, Echo. Echo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, you know, it's like, holy shit. And so yeah, that's kind of, they were going to get nuggets. Yeah. Nerf nuggets. Always protect the McNuggets. I don't know. Always. Don't always. Know. No, it was a fucking goodie. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, but I don't have many other thoughts on it. The season's been solid so far. Let me ask you, did you catch that Mandalorian Season 3 trailer? Dude, I, uh, I, need, to, I need to watch, like, fully watch it. Because I kind of, like, I wasn't, the, when it, I was so pissed. I was on the way, I was on the way home um, from work. And the game was on Monday night. And... I was like, oh, I know they're playing the commercial. Hopefully, like, I get home and it hasn't played or something. I was already, like, three minutes away from home and on the radio. I was listening to the game on the radio or whatever. And they were talking about, um, oh, and if you're uh, just watching on at home or if you're listening at home and have the TV on as well, the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer is playing right now. So make sure you take a look at that. And I was like, fuck. fuck. And then I kind of... One of my friends mentioned it, and I thought he was going to put it on, and then I think we got distracted, and I kind of just forgot to watch it. So I'm not really watched it. No, um, it's uh, it looks. I saw something. I saw something on Twitter. It looked like they were showing a scene of the hallway stuff again. I think you might have liked it, where people were like, kind of talking about how, like, if you're really complaining that we're getting another Order sixty six scene, like, how could you say that? Um, you don't want to see it when literally the biggest part of our uh, main character or one of our main character stories right now is arguably the trauma and like what has happened since that moment. It's the fact that people are so focused on the fact that the idea of Order 66 coming back to it is fan servicey, which it is, but it is quintessential to our characters as we know them. And it perfectly parallels both din and grogu like it's a i i just don't understand how you can just go it completely ignore the story purposes for something and dumb it down or simplify it to something yeah did you like it i don't know if it was you i have a tendency to assume that it's you sometimes i've i've noticed that it's something that's like you might also like and then other times Mm. i'm like oh damn i thought for sure he would have been the one to like that but most of the time that was that one was all right yeah yeah, you got you got that right. You got that right, pal. No, but uh, yeah, it looks it looks so good. Um, we're returning to Coruscant at some point. It looks yeah, like okay, okay. I've seen like I must have watched part of it or something, and then like got sidetracked. I don't know what was going on, so I must have seen part of it because I do remember seeing that part where they're like kind of coming in and you can just see it all, and you're like, oh. we got a Paul Seung Lee yeah. coming back as Carson Tiva, which I'm excited about. Um. Love that guy. Um, yeah, it it looks good. Uh, I love the way they. Oh, keep and there, it off. there's what is what is a uh, what's the character? Gosh, I'm so bad with the names. You're so good at remembering them. The lady that is on, uh, what is, I guess Tatooine. Is she on Tatooine that repaired the ships and stuff. Oh yeah, uh, Pelly Pelly Moto. Pelly, yes, yeah, Pelly Moto. Yeah, I saw. So she's like, may the force be with you. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've seen some of it. Be interesting to see. She loves her Grogu time, so you know that's who she's talking to. Know, she don't I'm give ready. a fuck about no. She don't give a fuck about Din. She can say no, she does. She does a little, but she just wants that baby. So you better bring that damn baby. You better. Where's your fucking friend, homie? Uh, yeah. Nah, but what I'm hoping is I'm hoping I'm hoping Cobb Vanth is back because I love me some Cobb. Dude, Vanth. yes. Uh, random thing. So I was just talking about him the other day. Somebody, the guy who I was talking to about this said that I look like Tim- Timothy Oliphant, and I just don't see it at all. I mean, I'm never going to say no to being told I look like a very no, yeah, like that's man. a that's a massive but, compliment, man. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't really. Know I can see it. it. I can see it in like facial structure, like general general facial shape and such. I can see it. I like, uh, yeah. I wouldn't see, say it's you a look kind of exactly a damn like question. It's kind of a damn question anyway, because like once you say it, any like the, people are just like trying to like look at you in the light of him, and then it's like, oh well, I can convince myself. So like, it's kind of a, a bad question to ask. I just need to like walk around and hold up a picture and be like, what do you think? Just no, I me. mean, uh, I could I, no, I get the vibe. It's, it's I think it's your eyes and your mouth. I can see it. I can see it. 
if you got if I, I think what you need is that touch of gray thing he's got going on. That's uh, true. Like, I, I, hey, I got. I'll head to Beauty Brands ASAP. We'll yeah. get it figured out. I'll be I like that like, guy in Iron Man off. Three. Please. I'll be like the guy in Iron Man Three. I kind of like modeled my whole look after you. If you couldn't tell, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Adam fucking Pauly. Speaking of the Mandalorian, he actually uh, he was one of the stormtroopers who punches Grogu in. Oh, what the fuck, bro? No fucking shot. Yeah. God well, I don't think he's it. the one who punches Grogu. I think, but he's uh, one of the Jason dudes. Sudeikis. So... <laughs> Jason Sudeikis is the one who punches Grogu. No, dude, it's Ed so. Dude, yeah, it's so funny that you talk about those specific stormtroopers because that just came up on like my TikTok or Twitter or something like an hour before I came on to record. So that's so funny because I just saw that and I had forgot that he punched Grogu and I was like, dude, every time I see that, my blood just fucking boils. Like, didn't I tell you to shut up already? I'm like, dog, let me add him. Like, (laughs) okay, but. Point being, if I do look like Timothy Oliphant, and if I was Timothy Oliphant, I'll tell you one fucking thing for sure: I would not be, I would not be ditching or not calling back Jenna Fisher. I'm telling you that right now. I'd be calling her ass ASAP. For real, for real. No cap, no cap, no cap. He, um, it's not even the office that that does it so much. I I really think that Jenna Fisher in <laughs> Blades of Glory, Blades of Glory, when I was Blades a child, like. Dog, I don't know if anybody's ever like, no, really got, I, uh, like, done it no, like this that. Is a, like, this is funny because I remember seeing that in theaters. Uh, I saw that in theaters. I was like seven. Uh, oh, dude, I know, I know. I I remember like when I watched, I vividly remember seeing things. I'm like, like you got to make sure nobody's coming down while you're watching it. Well, at least yeah. me, that was how it was. Because I was like, no, yeah, grandma. like I, I was remember, at my grandma's. I'm like, if she comes down here, I am done for. Like, that's like the me. second movie I watched where I experienced like arousal i think was you like, glory yeah okay yeah it was early it was an early one i was like yeah. yo i, I don't mean, know what i'm feeling but this woman in this lingerie is super fine you know dog and there's just no way around it too because like at that age you can't really understand what she's trying to do but you just know that you're liking it like yeah. you're like i don't really know she puts, if like, she puts will ferrell's hand on her breast and i was like uh Wait. You're like, yo, that shit gotta be something right there. Like, oh, I, 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 I get it. Yeah, it did it. It did it. It's like it's, it's the like same a, thing a, as Linda Cardellini, bro, and Scooby Doo Two. I'm sorry, uh, but that shit was okay. To be fair, it was long before Scooby Doo Two for me. Scooby Doo One, she was still like that. She was still she was still like for that. me. And and so, like I said, that is like if you give me any fuck Mary kill situation, she is my Mary. Don't matter. Don't matter. Don't will, matter. I will argue with you to the end of the world that she is my all-time Mary. Like, it, it is her and the Mary, and then you can sort the other two in whatever way you need. I don't care. Nah, Linda Cardellini, that's strong. That's strong. Yeah, okay. That that makes she me can... think it was, like, top three uh, 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 <laughs> Jenna Fisher and Blades of Glory. Because it was, it was that Velma and Monsters, and Monsters Unleashed Scooby-Doo 2. And uh, Fom K. Johnson as Jean Grey in X Men: The Last Stand. Um, oh, because it was it was the part where uh, she was like either her, her or Wolverine was like laying on the table, and he like woke up or she woke up or something, and then she started getting like real sexy with him, and he was like, "Yo, uh, okay." And I remember being like, "Dude, you Whoa. know if you got Wolverine on his heels, that like that shit is killer. Like you yeah, know no. that shit is just going She's nuts. Different. If, if She's you got different. Wolverine, like whoa, 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 you got him feeling some type of thing, then I, I don't. She, she she would take my lunch money, man. That's all Not you can say real. about that. No, nah, um, the most recent time I felt arousal watching something was Tech in this in, in episode four. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know what it is about Sid, but. Them I don't know. Yo, Sid's got it going <laughs> on, bro. That she leaves a lot to be desired with that outfit. I like that. I like that. I <laughs> like oh, that. That's <laughs> uh, okay. Right. It's fucking terrible. Uh, uh, no, nah, but with that, I, I don't know. I don't have much else to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've kind of gone off the rails here. It has gone in a lot of different directions. But... No, nah, you know, if you if you stuck around, you know. You, you, I fuck with you. I fuck with you. Uh, so, shout out to you for sticking around through that. But uh, 
But yeah, I was trying to stall until Joe came back, but fuck it. He can make it. With that, we'll conclude this episode of the Penny Bloom podcast, and we'll be back next week for Rebellion's Bloom, where we'll be discussing The Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 5. Uh, very excited for that. Uh, we've also got our comic book movie journey through film going on right now. And this Friday, I believe, brings us to Superman 2, uh, starring Christopher Reeve, which is uh, another another goodie, another fun one. Uh, very, very good discussion there between me and Joseph. And uh, we're still doing Winter is Blooming, our Game of Thrones rewatch podcast on Mondays, which is very fun. Uh, we were uh, debating whether or not to put it on pause for The Last of Us. Which, uh, fucks irrevocably hard. Uh, an incredible show. And we're definitely going to be doing something to cover The Last of Us. We think it's probably going to be like a, a halftime heat check when we're halfway through the season and then an episode at the end of the season to kind of, uh, rein it in. Like, I, there's a way to still get that game, right? Like, I can that was, I could probably go get that on like PlayStation Marketplace or something. Almost certainly, yeah. Because I need, I need to play it. Because like I don't want to watch the show not having played the game. Because like I've already seen stuff on Twitter talking about like, so like I just need to do the game and then go to the show. And just nah, see, that's my stuff. thing. Is that like I muted all the shit on Twitter after I watched the first episode because I have seen spoilers. I know I've seen spoilers, but I'm the type of motherfucker who if I haven't like if I don't already know the characters and you tell me something like that, I'm gonna just let it go right over my head in one ear out the other. Because uh, you want to do it yourself, you want to, you want. Yeah, exactly. No, so like, I know, I know, motherfuckers die, you know. Uh, and I know, generally who. Uh, but I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know why. You know, I'm down for that. And frankly, uh, the way I want to experience it is show into video game because I like, I, I love. I love me some video games, but I just, I'm just not as big on video games as I am television. So if if they can execute it well, television wise, uh, that's how I would like to experience it first. Uh, that's true. That's true. And I mean, plus it's, it's Pedro Pascal. It's Pedro Pascal, baby. Who wouldn't want their first interpretation of this person character to be Pedro Pascal? I'm that's either. my second most recent arousal watching something on TV. That I Pedro Pascal totally in the Last of Us that. premiere. Totally. Uh, that dude, no, but, hey, uh, he he got the smolder. I mean, like you want to talk about that man should play Finn, whatever, in, from Tangled because that smolder would be lethal. <laughs> he would he would kill somebody with that. No, there's the there's a shot in the Last of Us premiere where he like pulls out a gun and he's like standing, and oh my god, I it's just been jarring out there. It's just been this, jarring out there. He's literally <laughs> in the same pose. He's got like his leg kicked out, a little bent uh, over here. I'm like. Yep. It's, it, like there's a lit, like I can find the side by side. I will send it to you this second. That there, is there, there's just no way they're letting him thought out like that. He is just letting it out. No, that man is food. that man is the slutty daddy. Here, it's in the it's in the group chat with us and uh us and Joe. It is the same pose. They're the same picture. Find the difference. <laughs> <picture around. laughs> it's the same picture. Yeah, no, it's it's the same, it's picture. The same picture. No. Man, Love that shot. Very, very good. He's got the pop. Uh, he's got the pop down for sure. He does. That's a, that man's a bad bitch. Uh, but uh, with that, we will actually conclude. Uh, so yeah, all that's coming soon. Uh, listen for all that. Uh, so if you, if you haven't to... forgotten all of this information, please, please oh, yeah. make sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were listening. You heard it. Uh, if you would head to patreon.com slash penny bloom pod, where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content. I'm about to get reading on the on this week's comics and upload the last two weeks poll list here in a little bit. I'm very excited to do that. Uh, if you would head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever you are listening. And if you've got any thoughts about anything we're covering, Game of Thrones, The Bad Batch, The Mandalorian season three trailer, uh, uh, comic book movies, hit us up. You know, hit us up. Let us know. We'll if if I mean, I'll I'll read I'll read your shit on the show. I know I've never made that offer before, but I'll I'll gladly do it. Hit us up on Twitter. Our DMs are open. Uh, fucking email us if you want to go to the effort to find out how to do that. I'm not going to give it out here because it's probably not that secure. Uh, but 
Uh, there's there's layers there. Uh, I was Colton Robertson. We were joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, buddy. Oh, it was a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, and we were also joined by the man on the screen below me that I can see and you cannot, KBZ Kyler Barnett. Thank you very much, homie. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with that, remember, peace, love, and bloom. And the best offense is a good 